When it comes to reacting and making decisions, should we listen to our feelings? Some will say yes, and some will say no. Stay tuned and I'll tell you what I think. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. Welcome to Episode 5 of the Quick Counsel Podcast, and today we're going to be looking at the question, should you listen to your feelings? Now, some people are thinkers. They analyze things, they think through things, they react and make decisions very logically. But other people are feelers. They react and make decisions based upon their gut feeling about a situation. Now, whether a person is a thinker or a feeler has to do with their given personality and the things they've experienced in life. But still, the question remains, which one is right? Should you listen to your thoughts or your feelings? Well, like most things in life, it's not an either-or answer. There's a place for both. Let's talk about thinking for a second. Yes, thinking things through logically is an important skill. It's a necessary part of careful and wise decisions about what we should do and how we should react. Parents and teachers spend most of their lives helping us learn how to think through things. But what about our feelings? Yes, our feelings can be all over the map at times, and our feelings can lead us astray. But when it comes to our decisions and our reactions, our feelings still have a place in the equation. So let's look at that for just a minute. Feelings are like the lights on the dashboard of your car. They're there to tell you that something is going on under the hood and that something needs to be checked out just in case it might cause some damage. The problem is some people have just grown up ignoring or silencing their feelings. Now, there are people who were told things like this growing up. Don't be so dramatic. Don't cry. Toughen up. Big boys and big girls, they don't cry. Don't be scared. Dry your tears. Calm down. You're getting too excited. Many of us heard those kind of messages growing up. But then there are people who have experienced great pain and trauma in their lives, and they learned in that moment of trauma to disconnect from their feelings as a means of self-preservation. And they've become so quick and so efficient at disconnecting from their feelings, they literally don't realize what they're feeling. Many survivors of trauma and of abuse have relied on this tactic for so long that disconnecting from their feelings becomes quick and unconscious, almost automatic. Now, whether you were taught to ignore your feelings or you learned to disconnect from your feelings to survive hurt, denying or disconnecting from your feelings can be problematic. First, even if you've disconnected from those feelings, they are still there, and they are still active. They're still driving you. They've just gone underground. They continue to drive your decisions and reactions, but you don't realize it. And second, when you shut off the bad feelings, you tend to shut off the good feelings also. Like a big box of crayons, you can't open the box for just the bright crayons without exposing yourself to the dark ones also. Your feelings, they're a box set. So, how do we include both thinking and feeling in our reactions and our decisions? Or more precisely, how do we give our feelings a seat at the table without letting them run the table? Well, in order to do that, in order to give your feelings a seat at the table when it comes to decision-makings and reactions, you need to ask yourself four questions. First, what am I feeling? You'd be surprised at how many people can't answer that question. 
they've ignored and avoided their feelings for so long, they honestly don't know. And yet those feelings are often driving them mentally, emotionally, and physically. So ask, what am I feeling? And stick with it till you figure it out. Start with the three basic emotions. Am I mad? Am I glad? Am I sad? And then branch out from there. Second question. Are these feelings really about what's in front of me or what's behind me? At times, what we're feeling in the moment is less about the current situation and more about some past message or experience. Let me give you an example. Someone who was heavily criticized by parents growing up might feel really angry or defeated if their spouse questions why they did something a particular way. But their feelings are not so much about the spouse's question, but rather their feelings are leftover experiences from the past. The spouse's question just triggered their feelings. So before you let those feelings tell you how to respond, make sure that you're not reacting to something other than what's in front of you. Question number three, am I going to let these feelings make the decision or inform the decision? Once you've identified your feelings and their source, you still have to decide if you're going to let those feelings influence your response or simply inform your response. Despite the reasons for your feelings, the decision what to do with them is still your responsibility. And finally, question number four. Do I need more time to sort this out? After going through the first three questions, you may still not have a clear answer as to whether to listen to your feelings or not. Sometimes you need more time to think it through. So take the time if you need and if you can. But here's a warning. Be careful about using uncertainty as an easy excuse for procrastinating. There are times when you just can't know everything you want to know prior to making a decision. And all you can do is gather all the information you can, including whether your feelings are pertinent or helpful to the situation, and then you have to make the best decision you can. These four questions will help you understand your feelings and give them a place at the table. Now, it may take a while to work through each of these questions, and it may feel laborious to you. But over time, you will find yourself doing this more quickly and more automatically. So, in summary, just like the lights on the dashboard of your car, you need to pay attention to your feelings. They're telling you something is going on under the hood. But they are dashboard lights, not the steering wheel. They are there to inform your decisions, not to make your decisions. Your thinking, informed by your feelings, should make the final decision. So the next time you find yourself asking whether or not you should listen to your feelings, try applying these four questions. What am I feeling? Are those feelings really about what's in front of me or behind me? Am I going to let these feelings make the decision or inform the decision? And do I need more time to sort this out? Well, thanks again for listening to Quick Counsel. Hope you found this helpful. If so, please subscribe, leave a comment, a question, a review, and share this podcast with others. You can find me at brettleg.com as well as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I hope to catch you on the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.